1: and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you.
2: to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Uh, I'm your host, Brian Bonner, from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello,
3: American patriots.
2: All right, what are we talking about this evening?
3: Well, we start the show with the Pledge of Allegiance, the ups and downs for the week, states' rights, the Looney Tunes Global Warming Report, and the War on Christianity, if we get to it. Okay. And Brian's having a bad nasal day.
2: Having a bad day, period.
3: And his computer's going crazy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's new? All right, Paige, just hand over a hard face flag. You don't have a flag, get a flag. Or buy one. Or make one. Buy one. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the republic for which it stands... One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, the ups and downs for the week: an up-down from nowhere. Former Saturday Night Live star Chevy Chase slammed the late-night show, and creator Lorne Michaels in an interview published Wednesday for the worst effing humor in the world speaking to the Washington Post WAPO a 74 year old chase one of SNL's original cast members said that while he didn't want to offend Michaels or the show's current cast he's amazed Lorne has gone so low you know what I mean how could you dare give that generation worse than they already have in their lives it just drives me nuts, Chase told the newspaper. The Caddysack star, who was featured on the show during its first one-and-a-half season, said the show went downhill after its first two years on air. Why am I saying that? Because it, I was in it. I guess I just couldn't effin' believe it, Chase said of the current show set to premiere its 44th season. That means a whole generation of heads Laugh at the worst effing humor in the world. And this comes from Chevy Chase. After taking swipes at the show as a whole, Chase criticized two of its former stars, particularly Will Ferrell and Tina Fey. They are a worthless pair. Chase said Ferrell's iconic impression of former President George W. Bush was just not funny. Makes $25 million a picture and... That, while he liked Tina Fey, he didn't see what all the folder all was about. He did, however, praise former cast members Eddie Murphy, Kristen Wiig, Gilda Radner, Dana Carvey, and Dan Aykroyd. How about Belushi, you fool? Chase, who made an appearance at SNL's 40th anniversary special in 2015, Won three Emmy Awards for his work on the show. Chevy Chase has always been a buffoon. He was always low-brow low comedy. I don't understand what... This must be really horrible comedy for Chevy Chase to think his is better. Come on, those stupid... Do, 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 adventure sh- movies. <laughs> I couldn't believe the made the first one yet any sequels. And Bill Farrell's movies suck. Right down from cnsnews.com. With a vote of 99 to 1, the Senate on Monday passed what is considered landmark legislation to stop opioid addiction through the Opioid Crisis Response Act of 2018. The White House commended the Senate for passing its amendment to H.R. 6, calling the critical bipartisan measure a step, major step forward in the whole of government approach to combating drug demand and opioid crises. That's wonderful. I'm glad you're proud of violating the Constitution. You're, there is no, there is not a law on the books by the federal government about drugs that it's that is enforceable they have no power over drugs alcohol or any other substance at all uh, this bill would help reduce the amount of illicit fentanyl entering the united states well you know you could do you could do a great bit by building the wall if you don't want them bringing opioids over the border. Here's an idea. Build the wall. You're full of it. Government doesn't give a crap about drugs. It gives a crap about controlling. That's it. And stealing power. That's it. And it's done that. And it's put a lot of people in prison for no law at all because you can't get thrown in jail for selling legal substances, for buying legal substances, for using legal substances. Yes, just because the federal government says they passed a law, that's not how the Constitution works. If they want power over drugs, then they do what they did for alcohol, the 18th Amendment. They amend the Constitution, they get the permission of the people, because we give them the power. It comes from us. They don't have any inherent power and they don't have any power it isn't directly enumerated in the constitution there are no vague terms there are no there are no uh, nonsenses there's no interpretation it doesn't live it doesn't breathe it doesn't change unless you amend it and you cannot legislate power you don't have again just common sense if you needed the 18th amendment to make alcohol illegal and the 21st amendment to make it legal again then it seems to me that it makes sense that you would need a constitutional amendment to make drugs illegal. N'est-ce pas? That's not even a tough one. This bill would help reduce the amount of illicit fentanyl entering the United States, improve treatment for infants suffering from neonatal abstinence syndrome. Again, nothing in the Constitution gives uh, power over medicine to the government. None.
3: This is just another way to like you said, control us, control our health care and spend more money.
2: Oh it's all about incrementally stealing all our power and by the, they're hoping by the time we woke up we would have uh, liked being socialists. That's the plan. problem is under Obama they hit the gas pedal and a lot of people woke up. For infants suffering from neonatal abstinence syndrome, create job training programs for those in recovery and reauthorization, reauthorize the Office of National Drug Control Policy to continue overseeing federal drug control efforts. The FDA is unconstitutional, and uh, so is the Office of National Drug Control Policy. The war on poverty is even against the, against the Constitution. It's no war on poverty. And by the way, how come every time they stick war in front of something, it never goes away? If we're fighting such a war on drugs. How come there are so many? If we're fighting such a war on poverty, how come there's so many people on welfare? Everything they say, they're putting a war in front They're not doing anything except using it for pretexts to throw honest citizens behind bars.
3: The only thing that they don't put the label war on is the war on terror.
2: Yeah. Notice we were losing that. Anyway, including public awareness initiatives, now they're buying commercials, targeted to individuals of all age groups, the White House said in a statement. See, that's the one problem I have with this president, well, every president so far. They don't understand the Constitution at all. Not a clue. Or oh, they would not be getting involved in this. This is unconstitutional. It's just left to the states. That's it. It's so that simple. We didn't give them the power, they don't have the power, they don't get to take the power. Despite what Scalia thought. Well, we never amended the Constitution to give them the power over immigration, but the government took it over, and rightly so. Really? The wonderful Judge Scalia. Yeah, he's, oh, God, what a brilliant legal mind. They're allowed to steal power, and rightly so. That's a Supreme Court justice? I, there's quite a few of his decisions I had a problem with. The president's administration continue to work toward and implement effective policies to address the opioid crisis and save lives. The administration looks forward to working with both chambers as the legislative process continues to get a bill to the president's desk to mitigate this crisis next door, the statement added. There are 10 key provisions to the bill. The STOP Act, which stops illegal drugs, including fentanyl, at the border. Really? Without a wall? I don't think so. Research and fast-track new non-addictive painkillers. Still got to go through the FDA? There's no such thing. Three or seven-day blister packs for opioids. More medication-assisted treatment. Prevent doctor shopping by improving state prescription drug monitoring programs. More behavioral and mental health providers. Support for comprehensive opioid recovery centers. Now, see, here's a problem I have with all this. Uh, The New England Journal of Medicine came out with this while I was still a paramedic in New York City, and not one doctor seemed to understand it. Not that they actually read the New England Journal of Medicine like I did. Uh, They said, you must, after surgery, give people at least three to four days of morphine, opioid, morphine, so that they won't end up with ghost pain for the rest of their lives. Now, if we all weren't work, walking around with those ghost pains because the doctors didn't do as they were told because they said that what happens is the nerve endings get overstimulated and then you have pain for the rest of your life. Just sort of like a phantom leg when they cut it off. So they're afraid to touch the stuff, even in the hospital. Oh, they might get, You're not going to get addicted to morphine in three to five days. It's not going to happen. And you're in the hospital under, under supervision. So what's the big deal? Again, it's because the government makes doctors afraid to even prescribe a drug. None of the doctors will subscri- sub- prescribe any drug. What is Class one, right? That's morphine, now fentanyl, blah, blah, blah. I'd on. have
3: to look it up. Whatever.
2: They're really stuff that the feds watch and doctors have to uh, fill out uh, their prescription and triplicate now,
3: because Trimidol- they got to
2: send it to the federal government so that they know how much of that drug he's prescribing. And so now they're pa- now they're panicked that they're looking at them. I don't know what they're trying to hide. Aren't they good doctors? Tramadol's on that list. Was placed on the list. Yeah. So Lyrica was placed on the controlled substance list. Lyrica. They were trying to, because I lost the shipment, they were trying to accuse me of uh, abusing Lyrica. I'm like, how can you abuse Lyrica? It doesn't get you high. Oh, people abuse Lyrica? Well, again, how? It's not something you get high on. So why would someone, how would how would they abuse it? I think they have a different term of abuse than I do. Maybe some people take more than they should, and they call that abuse. I don't know. But it certainly not doesn't rate, make it a controlled substance. I had to get off it because the VA made it a controlled substance. And I didn't want, the doctor didn't want to give it to me. And I had to go through all this other stuff. I had to come in to the doctor for more monitoring. All of a sudden, just because they decided it was something that needed to be a controlled substance. Uh, Travidol, did do squat for me. I have no idea why they made that a Schedule One either. I know a lot of people it helps. And some people that's all that helps. Uh, and they took that away from them because most doctors are afraid to prescribe it. I've been dealing with this for decades. All right, where were you? We? Stop act. Research and fast track non-addictive painkillers. Like like what? What what do you got? Edseds? Whoop-de-do. Three or seven day blister packs for opioids. That's not a problem because if you're giving strong opioids, you shouldn't be giving it for more than three or seven days. And then you could, chances are you'll be able to put them onto something else after that time. But if you don't with the pain right away, you end up with the pain forever. And now we have the problem with the chronic opioid abuse. Because you have to take it every day for the pain. If you didn't get the pain in the first place, right, that would solve the problem. Uh, Prevent doctor shopping by improving state prescription drug monitoring programs, more behavioral and mental health providers, support for comprehensive opioid recovery centers, help for babies born with opioid withdrawal, help for mothers with opioid use disorders, and more early intervention for children who experience trauma, and none of this is the national government's business. It's also none of your business what substances we use or don't use. Well, you know, you, if, if you're going to abuse something like people get addicted and start doctor shopping, so you take more than they're willing to prescribe, uh, well, that's, just, that's personal behavior. And again, it's not the government's job to monitor or change our behavior. And again, it's not a national government's business at all. Because they took this power upon themselves, and not rightly so. I'm so sick of, I'm sorry, I just had to hear it again today. The great mind of Scalia. I never thought he had a great mind. I never thought his decisions were all that. He used way too many legalese terms uh, so that people really wouldn't understand what the hell he was talking about. The average person couldn't read Scalia and make heads or tails of it. I could. I could also make heads and tails of what he was absolutely wrong. Imagine make, writing out a whole opinion to prove your case and you're wrong. Seems like a waste of energy to me. This stuff ugh, chafes my ass. All right, uh, where are we now? This is
3: going to hurt a lot of people who really do need this medication.
2: It already has. They're, they're, like you said, tramadol's bumped up. There's like, the, and I'm telling you, all these things that they think are so addictive, it, it doesn't do a damn thing for me. please Tylenol it codeine? Snore. <laughs> tramadol. Snore. Valium. Really ridiculous. I told them that to begin with. It's an amnesia. It's an amnesia drug. It doesn't do anything for pain. It makes you forget you had it, but you still had it. That's not good for the body. All right, so uh, Senate Health Committee Chairman Lamar Alexander, Republican Tennessee, the bill's sponsor said he is already working to combine the Senate and House passed bills into an even stronger law to fight the nation's worst public health crisis. And there is a bipartisan sense of urgency to send the bill to the president quickly. I just don't understand how all of a sudden we have this giant problem. You do realize that uh, stay-at-home moms were addicted to Valium and alcohol back in the 70s. You do realize back in the 1800s, women were addicted to laudanum, which was an opioid, liquid form. Buy it right in the general store, no questions asked suddenly we have a crisis there's been drugs in this country that people have been abusing since it was founded and there will be long after Lamar Alexander and his alcohol are long gone and dead people will do what people feel they want to do and gotta do and that's it the only thing that ever helps people is education not laws they need to go to Alcoholics and only alcohol. have Drug and Druggy Anonymous as their sister group. Oh, they're going to talk about God to you. You have a problem with that? I suggest you get with God because if you're addicted to drugs, your life's in the tank, man. You better you better get good with God, or you're never going to crawl your backside out of there. That's how, that's that's how these things. That's how people die from this stuff. They feel all alone. They don't believe in God. They they. Their soul's isolated. They're taking these drugs to feel better. It doesn't make them happy. They take more. doesn't make, they take more, they stop breathing. And that's usually what I'm called. So, yeah, I, I do have an informed opinion on this as both someone who has used drugs and somebody who has prescribed drugs. Uh, and someone that's worked with a lot of drug, druggies and alcoholics on the street. And nothing the government will do is going to help them. First, it's unconstitutional, so they shouldn't be doing it. Private people should come out with commercials, education, educating people on why they don't want to start taking these things and what it's done to people's lives. That's how you get people to stop doing drugs, not by telling them to stop. They don't care what you say. It might make It might surprise you. They're already taking drugs illegally. They might not give a crap about you telling them you're gonna pass another law that they're still gonna try and take the drug and if they can't get the prescription drug you know they're gonna hit the streets right then that, they're gonna be taking heroin
3: that's just like the ads that are coming out now again the tobacco ads give me a break you know how much they've milked these tobacco companies especially here in montana
2: oh they have to pay for these ads i know here's an idea I said it back then, educate the people why they shouldn't smoke if they smoke anyway, then when they die, oh well, look you're, I'm, I'm completely annoyed on all, all my doctors' advice because they're idiots what what to eat how to eat you're too fat you're too you're too skinny your your cholesterol's too high your your cholesterol is going to kill you your cholesterol's bad for your heart. no, it's not.
3: We just did that study, and guess who else did it? a little bit more comprehensive I already do
2: that before the study
3: Michael Savage did the same thing cuz he's been count he's been railing against this as long as you have maybe even longer He said it was ridiculous He's he a lived... lot
2: older than me so Yeah
3: and his both of his And yet he
2: he repeats the propaganda from the 50s about marijuana
3: Anyway right they don't they never know what the hell's going on
2: The government's not supposed to govern us. This might seem strange to you, but the national government is not supposed to govern us. We're supposed to govern it. We're supposed to be self-governing. That is the go- that is the government we were given. Now, tell us how we're self-governing. we got state, local, and federal governments all outside their legal limitations, constantly telling us what we can and cannot do. That is not what government is for. The government is was created to protect our rights, not violate them. And until everybody understands this, a majority anyway, will never get the republic back and no, you don't live in a republic. This is a this is a quasi capitalism? Give me a break. Show me a free market. Government involvement in the market. I'll give you the Federal Reserve, that's enough. That's unconstitutional, and, and it controls the it controls the market by raising interest rates, lowering interest rates, printing money, taking money out of the economy. This is not a, a true economy. We're supposed to be the economy, not the government. Again, show me capitalism. Kids, see economics isn't cal it isn't capitalism. Capitalism is a dirty word anyway, but it's really free marketeers. Show me free markets. The government doesn't regulate it. Show me the market the government does not regulate. It can't, because I already gave you the Federal Reserve. It it manipulates the entire economy. Who do you think causes these depressions, recessions, bubble bursting? It's all because of government intervention in the market. That's why. So the Federal Reserve caused the Great Depression. It caused this Great Recession that they called it. It caused every bubble that burst throughout history after it was brought into office by Tommy the Commie Woodrow Wilson. Brought it into existence. And his progressive ilk. Tell
1: us how you really feel.
2: You know, first of all, every word I'm reading is making me want to Explode. Senate Health Committee, shouldn't even have a Senate Health Committee, unless you're talking about the health of the Senate. Chairman Lamar Alexander, the bill's sponsor, is already working to combine the two, House and the Senate, into an even stronger law to fight the nation's worst public health crisis. And there's bipartisan sense of urgency to send this bill to the president quickly. This is the last thing you ever want to hear come out of a legislator's mouth. We have a sense of urgency that means they're they're willing to sign on to things they wouldn't normally sign on to. Uh, this bill is going to be a nightmare. And how is putting more people behind bars going to help them? Drugs in jail, you know. Prison has drugs. It's big business. Guard, how do you think the guards make money for their second car and their boat? Those guards get lots of money for turning the other way. Some of them even smuggle it in themselves. Oh, yeah. We've done that story. Actually, new prison guards. I used to call them perps with a badge. Anyway, we gotta go to a break. It's the uncooperative radio show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs>
4: the socialists you will be assimilated your individual liberties personal freedoms and mental individuality will be added to our own resistance is futile got an old car you can donate it whether it's running or not to the united breast cancer foundation and save a life they'll even come and pick it up for free The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800 245 1375. 800 245 1375. 800 245 1375. Call right now. That number again is 800 245 1375. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial
5: protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco
0: rate class.
4: The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day. Ten an hour. One person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456, 800-377-1456, 800-377-1456. That's 800-377-1456. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. Call 800-515-6302, 800-515-6302, 800-515-6302, that's 800-515-6302.
2: cooperative radio show our half of one. Oh.
3: your head didn't explode in the break <laughs> like i said in the break if you want to go past this i think we've made our point it's up to you
2: uh, speaker ryan said in a statement we direct federal agencies to create and expand community programs to increase access to treatment we authorize grants to support recovery centers and we prioritize stopping the flow of synthetic opioids into the country by closing shipping loopholes in the United States Postal Service, he said. Ultimate, ultimately, we have to attack the root cause of the crisis, which are the opioids themselves, but these are important steps to take toward that goal. I don't know. When I was a paramedic on the streets, heroin was readily available and fairly inexpensive. And you're worried about prescription opioids? Uh Uh, I've I've talked this to death.
3: Yeah, it's a very long one. Oh, and the Chevy Chase story, I'm sorry I didn't put it in, it was from Fox News.
2: Okay, he's an idiot. Well, yeah, but the... How can he put it in anybody's bad comedy? His comedy was stupider than heck.
3: That means that's how bad it's gotten.
2: Well, I know, Ben has got it. Faye and uh, Will Farrell, I've seen them on Saturday Night Live when they started out, even. They, they just suck. They're, they're not funny at all. They, no, none of these new comedians are funny at all.
3: And I cannot believe what they're...
2: Chevy Chase is not that funny. He, sorry he was not. I mean, the only funny thing I remember him doing was uh, Ghostbusters, which is not really full-on comedy. Uh... And when he played the groundskeeper and uh with the Groundhog. Yeah, with the groundhog dancing. Groundhog's Day, right? No. 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 I forget now. Me too. Anyway Caddyshack. Was... Caddyshack. That was a good movie. He was good in that. Uh what else was he good in? Not a comedy though. Would be Scrooged. Yep. All the stupid wait a minute. That's not Chevy Chase.
3: No, no.
2: That's not Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase did all those traveling ones. Yeah, they sucked. <laughs> Absolutely positively, nothing but stupid humor. I don't. I'm not a fan of stupid humor. That's why I don't like Will Fowler, and Tina Fey. They're nothing but stupid humor, and I guess somebody finds it funny. They still have a job. Who was I thinking of? that played Caddyshack. It wasn't Chevy Chase. Bill. Bill. No. I was going to say Mar.
3: No. Uh,
2: he did Scrooge. He did.
3: He did the Caddyshack.
2: He did Caddyshack. Eddie the Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I can't believe I can't remember his name. Uh, sorry to give Chevy Chase credit for anything good. Because <laughs> no, now that I think about it.
3: <laughs> nothing, nothing good. Nothing
2: good. No. Didn't he do that really horrible one in Japan, too? Yes. Oh, my God. That was the worst thing I ever saw. It's like watching paint dry. And no, I, I couldn't get in through the. I couldn't get 30 minutes into it. It was that just horrible. So I don't really know what Chevy Chase is uh, complaining about. His I always thought his humor was lowbrow and stupid and idiotic and not funny. Good. Now he gets to know how it feels. There you go. All right, up, down from Fox News. A big-game hunter and former beauty queen is facing backlash after she claimed in a television interview that hunting helps with anti-poaching and conservation efforts. Oliva? Oliva? Olivia? It's usually Olivia. it is. But that is Oliva. Nelos Oprey. Who won the title of Mrs. Nebraska. That's right, not Ms., Mrs. Nebraska, 2003, spoke about her hobby on the U.K.-based show this morning via Satellite Wednesday from her home in Montana. Wow. i terribly sorry. Anybody that has money lives in Montana. The mother of four told hosts Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby, She's killed about 100 species of animals in six six different continents. Her Facebook bio says she's hunted in Benin, Cameroon, Ethiopia, Mozambique, Namibia, South Africa, Tanzania, Zimbabwe, Argentina, Mongolia, France, Spain, Romania, New Zealand, Mexico, Canada, and throughout the United States. She also discussed her belief that hunters are the ones that are giving so much back to preserving the wild species. No photographer is going to go to Liberia and take a photograph, but but hunters have that desire to see new areas. And as a result of these hunters coming in, they're creating jobs. They're helping to drill wells and take animal senses. And what's most important is the anti-poaching efforts, Oprey said. There are biologists that have been paid for by hunters' trophy dollars that go in and take censuses, she added. Oprah also claimed that organizations like Safari Club International fund research in hunting areas to make sure the numbers are sustainable. Big game game hunters such as Oprah often receive harsh backlash, especially online, when they share images of their trophies. Earlier this week, a fellow big game hunter and friend of Oprah's Brittany was shamed online for killing a leopard in Namibia. The photo of Angoria holding the carcass of the big cat went viral after it posted on Instagram by David Bonavier, co-founder of Not On My Planet, an organization that works to end elephant ivory poaching. It wasn't an elephant, so why do they care?
3: Well, and the other thing about this is she's right. These places, most of them are poorer than crap.
2: Most of these and that's places, why they poach. they're poached to crap because the the people in the villages have nothing. Not, right. Now they have a job, they have money, and they are actually keeping the poachers out because that's their new... Those animals are their cash cow now. And they they make sure nobody comes in and poaches them because they make money as guides lodging, cooking, Mm -hmm. everything for hunters that come in.
3: Yep. And those hunters have to pay big bucks to do this. It's not just chump change. She's got money. Obviously. (laughs) I mean, my God, what the heck does her husband do (laughs) that she can do all this? You know, and the whole thing with the left, too. It doesn't matter if you're black, green woman. If you're not in their camp, they're going to trash you. This is a woman.
2: But she's a conservative woman.
3: Yep. Well, we don't know. We just know she likes to hunt. That doesn't mean anything. She
2: likes guns. She likes to hunt that much. She's conservative. It was later shared by many others, including celebrities like Naomi Campbell, and Crows, don't even know who the heck that is, and Kyle Richards, sounds familiar, all of whom expressed their disapproval of Lagoria's hobby. Oprah has also been the focus of social media backlash with commenters calling her vile and evil, among other insults. This all comes from people that know zip about hunting, zip about animals, zip about the environment, but they think they have the right to tell us what to do. Uh, We actually live in the environment. We actually live in the forest. Why don't you go back to your, your little city and suburb and shut up? There's a huge difference between hunting and poaching, and what hunters are doing is legal. So when you have death threats on somebody who has done something legal, it's extremely frustrating, she said. It's just they're getting more violent, more violent, more they crazy, are. more crazy, more crazy, more violent, more crazy. This, this It's not over. It's just start, it's just beginning. Violence, the left always resorts to violence. See, the... They see them losing their – the only way that they're getting their utopia through, uh, they they were doing it through the judicial system, and now Trump's taking it away from them, the judicial system. They don't even talk about all the appointments to lower courts that have already been done. The only reason they, they approved the last of them before vacation is they were afraid they weren't going to be able to go on vacation. They cared more about vacation than what judges were going to be on the bench. That should tell you something. Yep. If it's so important, why would you want to go on vacation? Not that I don't want them to. I want them to go on like a uh, nine-month vacation. be nice. They could get everything done if they went back to the Constitution in about a month, which is all that's required of them. So, oh, they're going to shut down the government. Please shut down the government. When the government shut down, I, I can take a breath. They're, they're not going to pass anything else to screw up our lives all right up from the daily beast Ugh. the monthly average of new claims meanwhile all right it didn't start with that that's not the first sentence of the article
3: Ah, i did it again
2: i suggest you get it up
3: no i'm not going near your computer you oh. can
2: just skip that i just did okay moving along to states rights oh that's been settled never been settled States' rights are a fact of the Constitution. The Civil War did not take to st- st- put an end to states' rights. Uh-uh. It did a whole lot of things bad. But sorry, the states still have their sovereignty because, for one, the national government can't take it away. Not unless you're made of the Constitution. That would require the states and the people of the states to agree to give you their power. And you know that ain't happening. So now they're just going to go crazy with violence and Antifa and all that stuff. Let's shut down all speech that we don't agree with so nobody can hear it to know who's got the better ideas. we just got to get our agenda done. And that's all they care about. The ends justify the means, and they don't give a crap what they have to do. And Schumer is a master at going as low as low can go.
3: Sinister Schumer.
2: I don't even know if sinister is a good enough name for me. so vile.
3: Yeah, they're vile and evil.
2: From World Net Daily, a new requirement in Missouri that abortionists have hospital admitting privileges prompted at least part by a St. Louis Planned Parenthood business that has said at least 69... You know we just did this the last show, right?
3: No, we started it. You said you wanted to do it again. I put the
2: line where I wanted it.
3: Right, right underneath that. And I put okay. it under states' rights because I, I forgot it is a state. The state's doing it. You pointed that out to me.
2: <clears throat> anyway, uh, and in hot to hospitals and ambulances have been endorsed by a federal appeals court. A report from Life News documented the terrible reputation of the St. Louis abortion business, which has committed, according to state inspection reports, More than 200 health and safety violations that endanger women's health. Oh, but if we get rid of the abortion, women are going to die. But they're already dying. The 8th Circuit Court of Appeals reinstated a state requirement to protect patients by insisting that abortionists have hospital-admitting privileges for patient emergencies and that they meet the same basic health and safety standards as other ambulatory surgical centers. The U.S. Supreme Court struck down a similar law in Texas, although there are differences between the two. The ruling frustrated Don Laguenz of Planned Parenthood, which wanted to be relieved of such health and safety obligations. Despite a Supreme Court ruling striking down virtually identical restrictions in Texas, judges in the 8th Circuit continue to rewrite the books on abortion access, she said. You know, here's who should have abortion access. Someone in the emergency room that has to have an abortion to save their lives. No elective abortions. That's, that's a choice between lives. So abortion is murder. And it's right at the top of the top ten. See what happens when you have no morality in, in your country? Murdering babies is just a-okay. Okay. Oh man! Uh-huh. Today's ruling threatens to eliminate abortion cases, abortion access at all, but one health, cent- but one health center in the state. But even pro-abortion activists admit the differences in the law include that Missouri allows abortion clinics to be waived of various regulations. Judge Bobby Shepard, a George W. Bush appointee, explained that the challenge to these physical. Plant requirements. What? Challenge to these physical plant requirements may need to be delayed until after a clinic first tries to obtain a waiver. Oh, they're calling them plants? Physical plants?
3: I have no it's idea. It's
2: I have no idea what that's supposed to mean. Plant Parenthood could be forced to shut down one of its two abortion facilities in the state as a result of the ruling. A report in... Patch concluded, the decision makes the future of abortion services in Missouri uncertain. Well, you know, if you can't meet basic health requirements, what right do you get to say you're a health care provider? Why should you get to do surgery in filthy conditions and nobody else? I'm sorry. Elective abortion needs to be wiped out. And all you people, all you women that think that's a big deal, stuff it. And by the way, you're not conservative. Planned Parenthood could be forced to shut down one of its two abortion facilities. The Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services said it will immediately begin enforcing the law. Randall Williams, the department's director, pointed out that the court noted that the good faith of state officers and the validity of their actions are presumed.
3: Okay, now, you, we were ta- this is under state rights, okay? Yep. We don't have any state rights, even if we try to enforce it in our own states, because this is what happens. They take you to court.
2: But they're losing the courts now, so they're not going to be able to take you to court anymore. That's why they're so in, in crazy about Kavanaugh. He gets on the bench. That's the end of their agenda in the courts. It's gone.
3: He's not a conservative.
2: His rulings are conservative.
3: And Ginsburg needs to go.
2: She said she's, she's going to die on the bench, so forgive And she
3: it. probably is going to die on the bench.
2: Shirley, they'll, they'll Shirley be, sleeps on the bench. I was
3: going to say, they'll think that she's I'm sorry, gonna is, be-
2: is that good behavior for a jurist to sleep while people are making arguments on a, to the Supreme Court? How would she know what the person said if she was sleeping? Her little... She'll read the transcripts um, later? Then why, have, then why not just be not be there at all? She'll have her little court people tell her. Doesn't matter. Then, why, yeah, then you don't have to be there at all. It's just to be there for the vote. You
3: know, they keep talking about
2: We're, President We already Trump. know how he's gonna vote anyway. It's such a waste of time talking to those people in the left wing block. They're kooks. They're not judges, they're kooks. Frankly, they're crooks, they should be locked up.
3: They keep talking about the mental uh what do you call it? I, I forget I don't know what I'm gonna say, but about Trump and how he's not fit. Are you kidding me? That woman's not fit to walk my dog.
2: The t- the twenty fourth amendment doesn't twenty sixth. App- whichever doesn't impl- doesn't. I'm not going to sit here and argue. Look yeah. it up. <laughs> oh, it doesn't really matter if it's twenty fourth or twenty sixth. What does matter is it. Uh, it it only applies to the president of the United States, not Supreme Court justices.
3: Right, but now they're saying if this guy gets. Uh, if he goes through, they're going to impeach him.
2: They're going to try. Impeach him for what?
3: You know what? Almost everybody that works on Capitol Hill should be impeached. And you said it. Yep. They can impeach any officer.
2: Federal officer. Yep.
3: That means the bureaucrats can be impeached. Oh, they can just be fired.
2: And the whole, uh, by the way, the whole left-wing block should be impeached. They're not serving in times of good behavior. They shall be, should be removed from the bench. That's not good judicial behavior. Making up law is not good judicial behavior. Stealing power for the court is not good judicial behavior. Hearing cases, the Constitution clearly states it's outside your jurisdiction. Not good behavior. Oh, where was I? <sighs> As the director of DHSS, a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist for 30 years, and a defendant in the case, my commitment and that of the department is to act in good faith, to follow the law, and protect the health and safety of all women in Missouri, including those seeking abortions, he said. The anti-abortion group Students for Life, said in a statement that the ruling showed the courts were right to respect efforts to protect women from abortion vendors who have made no plan for emergencies. Legislators have every right to protect women and their preborn infants from disreputable abortionists. And we all know that what you really want is to ban abortion, period. Don't start sounding like the gun lobby. You do not just want these safeguards in place. You want it stopped. Completely banned. I can't stand people that aren't honest. I don't care which side they're on. Being deceitful is not godly. Yeah, I can put my reverend collar on anytime I want. All right. Uh, I, I'm sick of abortion, Sick of hearing about it. It was bad enough in the 70s when they only allowed first trimester abortions. Now, live partial birth abortions. That means taking a baby to full term and killing it. It was bad enough when it's just one term. How did we go from just one term to all of this? First trimester, that's it. You can't do it after the first trimester. Well, how, where did that go? Why did it go away? It seemed seemed make like a little sense to me, at least in the first trimester. It's not as fully developed. But still, there's new studies that say they, the fetus feels pain at, at, the, at very early on. So, again, do you think it's okay to chop them up and vacuum them out? Because that's what a DNC is.
3: But I'm so tired of the people in each state voting. It's behind you. Voting their laws in, and it's completely, like, negated.
2: Because the courts legislate. From the bench, that's what I've just been talking about. Well, I know
3: that, but then what's the recourse of the state? Listen to them?
2: No, remove them from the bench.
3: Yeah, but you can't do that. The states can't do that in federal court. That's why these people are feds.
2: But uh, you don't have to listen to the federal court because they have no jurisdiction over the states, except we're expressly stated in the Constitution.
3: And that takes the people of the state, the legislatures, and the governors to know that
2: which is why you have to take your state back from the ground up or it'll never happen.
3: We're almost at the top. So why don't you do your plan?
2: But at least he, uh, you know, Trump is actually making things happen. He's, he's been putting, no one's told you a whole host of judges have been, have been approved by the Senate and, in, in federal lower courts. He's been filling the lower courts with conservative judges. Now, Again, this is what's making them apoplectic. This takes their power away from them. I'm just going to take you to court. I'm just going to take you to court. Homosexuals, I'm just going to take you to court because, I don't know, because I don't like you because you think I'm sick in the brain, even though I'm sick in the brain. You know, people that are crazy don't know they're crazy. Just saying. All right, where, where were we? Where's, what's oh, we're at the top of the hour. Say
3: your plan real quick
2: you got to take their, your local and state governments from the ground up with people that understand limited government, the Constitution, natural rights. Uh, drag them kicking and screaming. If you have to, the good ones you'll have to anyway. First take over the school board and then work your way up from there. Because, after all, the children are our future. And the most important thing to get under control is to get them out of the, out of the clutches of the government. They're being brainwashed. Into thinking big government is good. Anybody who read, reads history knows that big government is bad. Not too hard. So anyway, all the way till you get to the governor, then reassert constitutional sovereignty. With that, we've got to go to a break. It's the Unquaffed Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. <laughs>
1: Please give a warm welcome to Nobel Peace Prize recipient, Vice President, Al Gore. The Earth is a precious thing. Because of man, it's warming. Earth's temperature has risen. Half a degree higher. So obviously, the world will soon be a ball of fire. Our whole world will be a burning ball of fire. Polar bears drown, drown as the seas get higher. As it burns, burns, burns the earth on fire, a ball of. The taste of fame is sweet Without this gig Who'd listen to me? So change your ways, every man and child Oh, before the fire goes wild Our whole world will be a burning ball of fire Polar bears Drown, drown as the seas get higher As it burns, burns, burns The earth on fire A ball of fire Our whole world will be a burning ball of fire Polar bears drown, drown as the seas get higher As it burns, burns, burns The earth on fire
5: The private sector is doing fine.
4: President Obama's promise to get national unemployment under 8% has not yet
5: been realized. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Uh, The private sector is doing fine.
2: The recovery has kind of slowed down. You can see that in our jobs numbers.
5: Uh, The private sector is doing fine.
2: It's the weakest recovery
1: we've ever
5: had. Uh, The private sector is doing fine.
0: officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No
3: freaking way! Which
5: Republican <laughs> candidate has the best chance of winning the general election?
3: Donald Trump.
5: There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be President. Trump will
4: never be elected President of the United States.
3: You're not going to be President. A all man right? who will never be President of the United States.
1: Donald Trump is not going to be President of the United States. Take it to the bank. He will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States.
0: He's at plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This
4: race is over. Hillary
1: Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The
0: presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your
5: analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects <laughs> Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance.
1: you still think she has 100% chance of winning the election? Mm.
2: I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around?
0: Prayer and hope for a festivist miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of Election Night in America the fight for the presidency. We don't care.
2: Oh, okay, have
5: Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky, Kentucky. don't no, care we about in Indiana. Okay. Indiana with huh? its West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota, and South Dakota, Texas uh, uh, <laughs> up and down the middle of the country all red.
0: Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. Yes, y- it was at 80% an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? 68%. Okay, uh, god
1: damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio
2: Cooperative radio show, Hour Two.
3: I dedicate that to the Never Trumpers.
2: Well, it says right there, hashtag Never Trump.
3: <laughs> Tell them about our commercials. Thank
2: you, Paul Shanklin. Uh you've been listening to our paid commercials. Um, we don't get paid to air them, however. We only get paid if you call the number in the ad. So please, if you're at all interested in the product or service which we have vetted beforehand. Please write down the number in the ad. If you get there on your own, we won't get paid. The ad company won't get paid. That's not good for the future of internet talk radio. So remember, please write down the number in the ad. There's no obligation to buy. You just have to call and I'll get, we get paid whether you buy or not their jobs to sell it to your jobs, to get you to make the phone call. So if you're at all interested, you might, Hey, you might like what they have to say. You never know. Give it a call. Give it a try. And, uh, that's an easy way to help support the show, really.
3: And thank you for all that have.
2: What are you hovering over? Because
3: I have a button for this. I found it.
2: Oh. Well, then push the button. <laughs> Of course, that means it's time for the Looney Tunes Global Warming Report. Uh, Where did you find that?
3: Sound effects.
2: Well, you need to put it in one of the folders you go to more regular so I can edit it. You want it in sound effects?
3: Yeah, that's fine.
2: Okay. From the Washington Times. Oh, my a shadow government made up of former obamamus climate change aides and funded by wealthy environmental advocates is supplementing liberal governors in an off the books operation to help them win approval of sweeping global warming changes and defy president trump according to a new investigative report okay here's something that i they obviously don't understand the states are prohibited from going into an agreement with another government or even amongst themselves. They cannot. It's in the Constitution. Article 1, Section 9. So, all this stuff like California did with uh, uh, Schwarzenegger when he went over there with the UK on global warming, that is against the law. But it doesn't matter. They do everything against the law. They're not allowed to go into debt, but they're in debt. They're not allowed to emit bills of credit. It says so. Article 1, Section 9. Shall not emit bills of credit, which means state and local governments cannot borrow. And that's because the national government took over all state and local death, debt after the revolution under the condition they would never be allowed to borrow money again. And yet they do it in right violation of the Constitution. All the governments are in violation of the Constitution. One way or another. So, all Trump has to learn is, oh wait, it's against the law for the governments to do that. Either you you stop that, or we're going to have to enforce that. They're not allowed to go into special agreements Especially one, that, and especially one that will affect the national economy. Yeah, no. But they're not allowed to in any case, for any reason, no matter how good it is. No matter how good you think it is. Global warming is crap. It's only good for third world countries. And that's it. Everybody else will suffer. Especially us. So just keep going with the global warming stupidity. It's not even warming. It hasn't been warming for over a decade. But they don't tell you that. I think it's gone two decades now. It's actually cooling. In its Government for Rent report, the Competitive Enterprise Institute publicized published dozens of emails detailing the scheme and the efforts by governments to have the activists draw up official state climate change agenda paid for by private donations. doesn't matter what it's paid for. The whole... Any laws made pursuant thereof will be unconstitutional and illegal. And Trump finds out, he'll come and slap you in chains, buddy. He doesn't play around. He's a man of action. The report written by Christopher C. Horner, a senior fellow, CEI, focuses on on this week's Global Climate Action Summit, hosted by California Governor Jerry... Brown Out, Moonbeam Brown. And co-chaired by former New York City Mayor Michael I'm a Doofus Bloomberg. United Nations representatives and others that is being produced by outside interests. Uh, United Nations better not be mucking around in our, in our country. And I know they already are with Agenda 21. Yes, I know. Local governments have gone into bed with them. On Agenda 21, I understand. And now they're going to do this. I understand. The only way to stop this rogue behavior is to punish those doing it. I say, lock them up. The summit is part of a larger scheme in which governor's offices are coordinating with activists and donors, who in turn are underwriting a massive off-the-books campaign to provide staff and other resources to elected officials, said CEI. Emails in the report reveal that the national effort has a potential $50 million price tag to be paid by wealthy environmentalists, environ-nazis, such as Bloomberg and Tom Steyer, who know nothing about the environment. Enviro-nazis, eco nuts they don't, they don't understand. They don't understand anything about environment at all. They just kooks they're just they're just emotional about it what's more staffed by a kitchen cabinet of environmental advocates environmental Nazis and ex-obominus aides who worked on international climate change policies for the state department and white house national security agency and are a myth that trump's decision to withdraw from the paris climate change deal orchestrated by former president caesar barackus Obamanus the modus operandi revealed in the documents excerpted in this report entails seating local and statewide elected offices with privately funded in-house staff members. Governors' staffs call them refugees from Obama's administration. Uh, you, which governors are these? I want a list. You people better start firing these idiots. The objective is to House former National Security Council and State Department appointees to, as one email put it, resume shaping the U.S. position on the energy and climate change agenda, said the report. And the goal is to make the issue, which has dropped in voter interest since Obama's left office, a top priority in the 2018 and 2020 elections, and one that liberals could use to attack Trump on. Go, go, baby, Go! Go anti gun and go, and go pro UN climate change, please. My God, they're guaranteed to lose. The documents obtained through open records requests show nonprofit groups acting as well compensated pass through entities for donors to fund climate change work, directly hiring staff and providing other assets in governor's offices in California, New York, and Washington. And there you have the biggest left-wing cabal. Aren't they colluding to violate the United States Constitution, ladies and gentlemen? I think I found collusion. Mueller. Mueller. I found collusion. Mueller. In some cases, the shadow cabinet is running offices directly next to state offices in Washington's Hall of States complex, three blocks from the Capitol. Public records reveal a sprawling dark money enterprise to underwrite governors' political advocacy for implementing the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement and the climate change agenda more broadly because, as some staffers said, it can't always be a staff, said Horner. This unprecedented scheme of activist donors bankrolling governors committed to advancing their climate agenda is very concerning. It raises serious questions about the use of public offices to serve private interests, transparency and the reporting of these dollars, compliance with gift laws applying to elected officials, and restrictions on private financing of official activities. You forgot that they're not allowed to have their own climate agenda. It, it is against the Constitution. They cannot make any agreements with any foreign governments or even amongst themselves. This is unbelievable that they think they'd get away with this. They better not be able to get away. I hope Trump throws the damn book at them. If you have to, fire Sessions and get somebody in that will. Besides, if the president orders you to do some Sessions, it's your job to do it. You work for him. You work at his pleasure. You're not doing your job. You're going to get fired. I don't care. They're going to bring up in articles of impeachment to fire Jeff Sessions for not doing his job. Oh, and he fired Comey after, uh, was it, Rosenstein told him to. Oh, yeah. In a memo, he told him he needed to go. So he listened to him, fired him. And then all of a sudden, he's got special counsel going. Oh, wow, what's going on here? How is it... How is he impeding justice when it was the justice, the second in command of justice, that said Comey needed to go? And why? Nobody talks about that. I understand this. How is he? How can he get any any trouble for it at all? How can even the people think there's a problem here? The, the guy that's trying to end Trump's presidency is the one who told him to fire Comey in the first place. You want to talk about conspiracy? It's in the Justice Department, ladies and gentlemen. And Mueller's at the head of it. He was the head of the FBI. Who do you think groomed Comey and Rosenstein? Mueller. They all work for Mueller. Do you really think he gives a rat's behind about anything but persecuting Trump? No, he doesn't. Because he didn't want Trump to win either. Messes up the whole progressive agenda. Again, all these other things aside, it's unconstitutional. And high crimes and misdemeanor by the governor, which means he can be impeached for it. You got to look at your local constitutions; they all have a way to remove them, to remove them from office. So uh, I'm sorry if he's vi- directly flaunting the violating the constitution. Oh, you should impeach him. Get someone in there that wants to follow the rule of law and not whatever they think is is good or right or the best. Why is it these politicians all think they know better than we do how to spend our money? we got to get them to stop spending our money almost entirely. But here's a, here's a clue. Citizens of whatever state, your state's not allowed to go into agreements with foreign governments for any reason. I don't care if you think God himself wants climate legislation passed. It's still against the Constitution, but believe me, God doesn't want anything to do with uh, a lie called climate change. Fake science. That is fake science. (laughs) There's a lot of it. In fact, there's more fake science in science than there's real science anymore. That's because it's all been politicized by federal funding of science. Show me in the Constitution where they're allowed to give money, our money, from the Treasury to nonsense. They're not allowed to... Look, almost everything they do up there they're not allowed to do under the Constitution. Almost everything your state government does many means that they are not allowed under the Constitution. Why is it that we're... See, we're not enforcing the Constitution, ladies and gentlemen. That's what got us here in the first place. And you can't do that unless you understand the Constitution. How can you enforce something you don't understand? How can you let the government and the progs in academia tell you what it means? They're not telling you the truth. They're telling you what they want it to mean, not what it means. And you're playing right into their hands. And all this will bring around is global serfdom. Congratulations. Here's your sign, useful idiot. Again, from the Washington Times, another climate change claim by former Vice President the Green Goblin, Al Gore, is coming under fire, this one involving Hurricane Florence. Mr. Gore said Friday that two major storms from the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans had never made landfall at the same time, referring to Hurricane Florence, the Category 1 hurricane that struck North Carolina on Friday, and super typhoon Mancout. Which hit the Philippines early Saturday. The Philippines aren't the United States; and it's not our coast. And you're trying to say that this has never happened in history—that in the Atlantic and the Pacific, not necessarily involving the United States. This has never happened before. There's never been an hurricane in one and the other. It happens a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Might surprise you. Shouldn't look it up. He's he's always making nonsensical claims. You want to know why? Because what he's trying to sell is nonsense. It's snake oil, and he's a he's a doofus. He's a bumbling fool. Even Clinton said so. Al Gore doesn't have enough IQ points to rub together. So you keep listening to the doofus about science of which he knows nothing about. Ask him anything, anything scientific that. Don't ask him about climate change, because he'll have an answer. It'll be a lie, but he'll have an answer. Uh, I'm just saying, ask him about other science. See if he figured it out. Ask him what photosynthesis is. See if he knows what photosynthesis is. Anyone ever run into Gore, you ask him that one. And when he can't answer, you go, wow, no wonder you think carbon dioxide is a poison. (laughs) Doofus. (laughs) What an idiot. Uh, This is the first time in history... Not just the history of us recording climate, which is not, it's not something we did throughout history. That two major storms are making landfall from the Atlantic and the Pacific simultaneously. It is not happening simultaneously in the same country. It would at least be something if it was hitting California and hitting Carolinas at the same time, but I'm willing to bet that's happened before too. Climate is cyclical. Now, the, the planet's not sick. Environmentalists are sick in the head, like all progs. That's right. The commie revolution moved into the Enviro-Nazi movement right after the hippie movement failed. Then they started branching out. They were already working in education. Then they branched out to law and, and judges. And they, even, they have infiltrated, infiltrated the whole government. Everything. Education system. Just name it. They're everywhere. They gotta be purged because they're all evil, no good, no do gooders that think they're doing good. And those are the worst kind. The one the idiots that are hurting people when they think they're doing good. And I don't know why anyone listens to this idiot with the upside down hockey punk graphic. His whole chart that he based his whole movie on was upside down, ladies and gentlemen. It was backwards. Because, as I already know by science, the oceans follow behind the global warm-up. They're a giant thermal heat sink, okay, thermal mass. Two-thirds of the planet is covered with it. Now, as we know from science class, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you heat up water that has gas in it, it will release said gases. You could easily see that by boiling water where oxygen is boiled out of it. Well, the got to come from a gas, right? Well, yes, as you warm water up, it can hold less gas in suspension, which means that they release it into the atmosphere. Carbon dioxide follows The uh, the warming, it doesn't lead it. In other words, it's not the cause, it's the effect.
3: Yeah, but they're saying that the climate change is ha- making the waters warmer.
2: Again, carbon dioxide follows. It doesn't lead. Therefore, it's not the cause. You could scrub the atmosphere of carbon dioxide, you'd only do one thing. you destroy the entire planet. You heard me. There'll be no life on the planet. If you scrubbed it of CO2, there'll be no life on the planet. Well, what are you going to eat? The plants need CO2 for photosynthesis. And they give off oxygen for us to breathe. What's going to happen when there's no more plants? Again, science is not politics. Science has to be based on real facts. Not made up crap like science is now. It's fake science. Do not listen to any of the global... Look, if the last thing you, One of the things you have to worry about is global warming actually happens, laugh, because it won't affect most people on the planet. It would actually, if there's overabundance of CO2, it would cause the plants to get greener and lusher, and they'd give off more oxygen and, and moisture, and it would just... We'd have more food. Starving people would have food. Why do the environmentalists nazis want to starve people? If they can ask these kinds of questions, why can't I? They just want poor people to starve. They already said 200 million people have to be purged from this country. They want to kill 200 million people in this country. That's been stated by them. So, maybe they're trying to use this to do it. Starve us to death. Who knows? This... The, the, they make no sense. They're all emotion. They're crazy. They're insane. They're, they have a brain damage. They see. They can put They say two plus two is five, and people believe them. Uh, where, where uh, blah, blah, blah. he cited the storm activity on opposite sides of the globe as an example of climate change. Climate changes all the time. Stop using that term. Climate changes. It's sunny one day, it's cloudy the next, it rains the next, it snows another day. Climate changes. It's warm, it's cold, it's not, It's hot, it's humid, it's, cold, it's dry. Changes constantly. That's what it does. So the, the label means squat. <clears throat> anyway. Driving unusual extreme weather, but meteorologist Ryan Mao. Wow, that's a weird name, Mao was quick to dump cold water on Mr. Gore's assertion, Green Goblin. Al Green Goblin Gore just fraudulently claimed without any evidence that we've never had hurricanes in both the Atlantic and the Pacific make landfall at the same time, tweeted Mr. Maou, An adjunct scholar at the Free Market Cato Institute. University of Colorado Boulder meteorologist Robert A. Pelkey Sr., Also took issue with the claim by Mr. Gore, known for his 2006 climate change film, An Inconvenient Truth. No, the Inconvenient Truth is that's an inconvenient lie. A very convenient lie, actually.
3: Supposedly came out with a part two to this and and never made
2: it. Let me finish the sentence. Oh, okay. Sorry. And a 2017 follow-up. An Inconvenient Sequel. Such statements show that he is not familiar with the history of tropical cyclone landfall, said Mr. Pelkey in an email. He's not, he's not familiar with anything in science, and I, as I said, he's one of those low IQ doofuses. Numerous articles and even books have been written fact-checking the challenging and challenging Mr. Gore's climate predictions and pronouncements, including meteorologist Roy Spencer's An Inconvenient Deception, and Al Gore's Science Fiction, A Skeptic's Guide to an Inconvenient Truth, a 154-page paper by the Competitive Enterprise Institute's Maria Lewis, Jr. Meanwhile, Mr. Gore's defenders, including some scientists, have praised his work for bringing climate change to the forefront and dismissed the fact checks as nitpicks. Really? <laughs> so science isn't about fact anymore?
3: No, it's not. That's
2: nitpicking. <laughs> Stop it, you're nitpicking. Clean Technica's Michael Bernard called the criticism straw men that have been erected since 2006 by skeptics. In a, there are no skeptics. There's, I know science and you don't. And that's the end of the conversation. I'm not a skeptic. I know for a fact it's fake science. Fact, fact, fact that I have pointed out and proved year after year after year. I don't know why I'm still talking about it. Science is supposed to be based in science, and science never has consensus. So the minute you hear scientists have a consensus on this issue, you know they're full of crap. No scientist in their right mind uh, believes there's consensus in anything. You always question, challenge everything. You have to prove it. Not beyond a reasonable doubt like in court. You have to factually prove it. So facts aren't nitpicking, they're facts. Without the facts, there's no science. And there you have it. There is no science. Uh, so sorry. Anyway, he did this in a Friday Post headline, Hurricane Florence is part of what Al Gore got right in an Inconvenient Truth. No, no it isn't. No, it isn't. So show me the nine-foot rise in sea. Go, bright boy. I'm going to stop there because if you can't do that one, I'm not going to bother to waste my time on all the rest of them that are full of crap. Uh, oh, well, the fires in the, the wildfires in the in the West. There's always wildfires in the West. That's not a change in climate at all. We always have wildfires, so mm, not so much. And why did why are we co- why did Montana actually come out of a decade long drought? Isn't it, is it it's supposed to cause droughts and desertification and all that stuff? How come we got more water? Because climate change doesn't hold water. That's why.
3: And do you want to continue with this or do this?
2: Just let me get through this last paragraph. Okay. In his Friday remarks, I'll Al also blame climate change for driving wildfires, drought, floods, mudslides. Rain bombs, I don't even know what the heck that is. The <laughs> main water shortage in Cape Town, South Africa, and record dead trees in California. Okay. Every year. I lived in California, yes, by the did. way, for a while. I went to college out there, and I can tell you while I was there, I volunteered to make sandwiches for those on the fire lines when they were fighting wildfires. Then when they were done fighting wildfires, then the rainy season would come. And then we'd have mudslides. And then they had to go fight, you know fight the mudslides with the bar, you know sandbags and all that kind of stuff. It happens every single year in California without exception. It's a, that's that's the regular old living in California, which, by the way, Southern California is mostly a desert. Most people don't understand that. People are there actually living in the desert.
3: They wouldn't have droughts in California if they managed their water correctly, which they're not.
2: You're, you're absolutely correct for instance, they could have desalination plants. Got plenty of oceanfront property. What the hell's a rain bomb? Anyway, all these things I told you is going to bring... All these things happen. All the time. Every year. Every year since I've been in Montana, we have had wildfires. And what causes the wildfires is the federal government's involving in stopping wildfires from cleaning up the, the litter, if you will. All the litter from the trees and the brushes and that that allows the fire to get up into the trees. see normally that all gets regularly burnt out and cleaned up it doesn't affect the mature trees doesn't get into the trees up at the tops of trees it just it's a ground fire which is not as hot which cleans everything up and then there won't be a problem with a fire there for a long time because it, it needs more litter for there to be a fire. So it takes time again to come around. And that is a, that is climate cycles. Right? That that's the way it works. I live in nature. I know how it works. I'm surrounded by it. And I can see all the damage and the overgrown and the and all the limbs on the ground. Yep. My own property I haven't even been able to clean up. No. Nope. It's just too much too much work for me. But I keep at it. <laughs> A little at a time. But we got to go to break. It's the Incorporated Radio Show. You stay tuned, because we'll be right back.
3: Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E-1 through E-6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net.
4: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-377-1456, 800-377-1456, 800-377-1456. That's 800-377-1456. Investing is a long-term process. How many times can you think of in the last decade that the stock market has destroyed retirement funds for people just like you and me? For your existing IRA, you need the security that gold has provided for centuries. Remember, gold has never been worth zero. Capital Gold would like to introduce you to the Home Storage Gold IRA. It's a self-directed IRA set up with all the protection and tax benefits of an LLC. But the big difference in this IRA is you invest in gold and you hold it in your possession. You can't do that with stocks. That's security. You can transfer any type of IRA hassle-free in days. Please call right now and learn more, and we'll waive the $500 setup fee and give you a free safe to store your gold. Call 800-515-6302. 800-515-6302. 800-515-6302. That's
0: 800-515-6302. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details, not available in all states.
5: What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires
4: qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Got an old car? And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-245-1375. 800-245-1375. 800-245-1375. Call right now. That number again is
2: 800-245-1375. Okay, and welcome back to the Unguopper Radio Show. Hour half of two. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, uh, rain bombs. Record dead trees in California. Like, he would know the history of dead trees in California. Again, the West burns all the time, and the more the government got involved in stopping it, the worse it got. Now it all has to be cleaned up by hand. And the Enviro-Nazis get in our way of doing that as well. I can't even cut down dead, burnt trees. No, no. Can't do it. Chain themselves defenses Can't do it. Out of their minds is what they are. That's why I call them Econuts. The Green Goblin goes on. Even without the cyclonic storms, we're putting so much heat into the oceans. We're using the sky as an open sewer, said Mr. Groer. This is literally insane. No, you are climate change it's a global climate man-made global climate change is insane okay and arrogant we don't have that kind of power if you want to know what's really going on you see that big ball of fire up in the sky well you have to wait till tomorrow to see it it's up there pretty much every day right yeah that's a fusion reactor that's what heats the planet without that we're an ice we're just ice it's just a big ice planet that has more effect on our climate than anything else. Add to that, then, your cosmic particles also plays a big role in clouds. Cloud cover. Cloud cover keeps the oceans cooler. Science, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't know what photosynthesis is in, you are on the internet, so go look it up. Photosynthesis. Learn how Carbon dioxide is our friend. He's an idiot. Mr. Maui said the first time in history claim appeared to originate with a national broadcasting of communist news network last week headlined, In Rare Event, Atlantic Pacific Storms Churn at the Same Time. The article cited Colorado State University meteorologist Phil Klotzbach Colorado is a, ugh, their universities are full of progs, old hippies, so-called Indians that aren't Indians. So, uh, Klotzbach, who described the busy storm season in the Pacific and Atlantic as uncommon, but said nothing about simultaneous landings being unprecedented. The thing that's interesting now is the Pacific is still active. But the Atlantic is very active, which isn't normal, Mr. Klotzbach told National Broadcast of Communism. Really? And is it normal? Last time I checked, this is hurricane season. I lived in Florida for a while, too. I've lived just about everywhere in the United States. I understand all the different climates. In fact, I've camped all over the United States. So believe me, I know all the different climates. The thing that's interesting now is the Pacific is still active, but the Atlantic is very active. I'm surprised to see the Pacific and Atlantic active at the same time. The article continued. The researchers said this happened to a lesser extent in 2016, but notes that this time around the Atlantic is displaying unusual fury after being slated for relative hibernation. Slated for relative hibernation by whom? Every real climate scientist I've talked to agrees with everything I've said to you tonight. So I'm sorry. It it, it is not correct. This is this for the Atlantic, this is the hurricane season. Uh mister Baruch, whose comments were first reported. And the Daily Caller said the NBC article completely missed the mark on ongoing hurricanes and their rarity. The week-long climate summit hosted by California Governor Jerry Brown, out Moonbeam Brown, featured appearances by Mister Gore, the Green Goblin, Democrat mega donors Michael Bloomberg and Tom Steyer. Celebrities Harrison Ford and Alec Baldwin, Alec, anything Alec Baldwin's involved with, I'll take it a pass, while also drawing throngs of anti-capitalist protests, because Alec Baldwin is a, is a doofus. He's a low IQ moron. He's an idiot on wheels. He should be wearing a sign for our protection. Harrison Ford, I'm a little surprised about, but you know, uh, Washington's pretty out there. While also drawing throngs of anti capitalist protesters. Why do we have anti capitalism? We don't have capitalism. Maybe we should tell them that so they can stop protesting. You've already won. There is no capitalism, there's no free market. You doofus. Keynesian economics is not conducive to free markets. It's the opposite, It it is the tool of statist collectivists, totalitarianists. Yes, that crap they teach in college called economics. Crap is all it is. Keynesian economics has failed the world over. Everyone says capitalism. Show me the capitalist country. Europe's not capitalist. We're not capitalist. We may be capitalistic, but then so's China. Anyway, throw a Democrat... Democratic socialism. Democratic socialism means nothing. Again, Chavez elected. Stalin was. uh, Yeah, Stalin was elected. Um, Who else am I thinking? Oh, Cuba. No, they actually had a revolution. Uh, The guy in Iraq, Saddam Hussein, was elected. In fact a lot of the totalitarian dictators in the world were actually elected first, like uh, Adolf Hitler was. And I'm sorry, he's not a right-winger. He's a left-winger. He's a progressive. Yes, an elitist socialist. You can tell because Russia didn't like them and they didn't like Russia. Russia was socialist. So, Prague take socialists and communists. Because they don't keep the ruling class. Uh, as you may have figured out, the USSR never got to the point where it was anything but socialist because we never got rid of the power, central power, did we? That's, that's what it takes to get communism going. It never happens. if you, Once the government takes all the power and money onto itself, it never gives it up. You're never going to see it. You are now starving like the Venezuelans eating flamingos. Well, you'll have to eat locusts, beetles, stuff like that. Anyway, uh, that that's depressing that this topic is still even being discussed. It's been debunked 17,000 ways to Sunday, and yet people can It's never been debunked. Yes, it has. Uh, many scientists have come out. And First of all, my knowledge of science debunks it. I know how the Earth works, and it doesn't work that way. So we're done with carbon dioxide. You got it? Go, go find something else to throw your hat at, okay? Because it isn't going to be carbon dioxide which is good for the planet. From the Kansas City Star, the National Sunspot Solar Observatory in an isolated mountainous region of New Mexico, Taos, was set to reopen Monday after it was shut down on September 6th with little explanation. The group that manages the facility announced on the observatory's Facebook page Sunday that it had been cooperating with an ongoing law enforcement investigation of criminal activity that occurred at Sacramento Peak during that time," said the statement from the Association of Universities for Research in Astronomy (AURA). Sacramento—that's not near Taos. That's not isolated. Sacramento Peak, surrounded by a major. New Mexico City, sort of. Actually, it's a pretty cool little city. We became concerned that a suspect in the investigation potentially posed a threat to the safety of local staff and residents. For this reason, Aura temporarily vacated the facility and ceased science activities at this location. Officials had said very little about why the observatory near Alamogordo, shut down. Local enforcement officials said the FBI was involved in the closure, which the feds have not confirmed or denied. It's nor. And the resulting lack of information led to all kinds of conspiracy theories. It was our decision to evacuate the facility, or a spokeswoman, Sherry Lifson said after the observatory closed, according to the Alamogordo Daily News. I am actually not sure when the facility was vacated, but it will stay vacated until further notice. According to the newspaper, Benny House, the sheriff of Otero County, said the FBI was involved in what he described as an elaborate shutdown process and said the FBI is refusing to tell us what's going on. And now we know we can't trust the FBI for anything. Isn't that wonderful? Completely politicized the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Again. There was a Blackhawk helicopter, a bunch of people around antennas, and work crews on towers. But nobody would tell us anything, House told the Daily News. He told the Albuquerque Journal his department got a call from folks at that work at the laboratory, who asked if we could send a deputy to stand by while they were evacuating. All the employees were packing up and leaving. Bureau spokesman Frank Fisher would neither confirm confirm nor deny FBI involvement, according to the journal. The closing led people to wonder whether the closure had something to do with alien activity, I knew it, New Mexico and alien conspiracies. Some say the evacuation could be part of a government effort to cover up a discovery involving aliens, an impending solar flare, or something else extraplanetary, wrote the CNET technical technology website. Ugh.
3: This is unbelievable. Others
2: on Reddit. Why is this all on social media? And elsewhere think the security (laughs) issue may involve a foreign power attempting to use the observatory's antennas to spy on nearby White Sands missile range. CNET noted that the U.S. military built the observatory in 1947 when it realized the sun could interfere with radio communications and the power grid. The National Science Foundation ran the facility from the 1960s until this year. When operation was transferred to Aura and New Mexico State University.
3: You know, it's just amazing that the FBI can walk in wherever they want, whenever they want, and do whatever they Considering
2: want. Considering how corrupt they are now, they shouldn't be allowed to be doing anything. They should all be under investigation, every last one of them. Hey, sorry, FBI agents, if you've got nothing to hide, it's not a problem now, is it? But y'all every single one of you has has to be investigated. Put on, put under a uh, lie detector, the whole nine yards. Or even use micro expression people to find out if you're lying. They're lying. Whatever the case may be, you can beat a lie detector test. But they need to be investigated. I'm sorry, they have proven they are part of the deep state. They are. They think they run the country, not us and not our elected cockroaches, but them. They do. Bureaucrats. A uh, statement did not explain the criminal activity allegedly discovered. Oh, wait, I skipped the head there. Uh, the statement from Aura on Sunday said the observatory was closed based on the logistical challenges associated with protecting personnel at such a remote location and the need for expeditious response to the potential threat. Aura determined that moving the small number of on-staff sites Uh, on staff and residents off the mountain was the most prudent and effective action to ensure their safety. Their safety from what? The statement did not explain the criminal activity allegedly discovered at the observatory or mention anything about arrest. It did acknowledge how the lack of communications while the facility was vacated was concerning and frustrating for some. However, our desire to provide additional information had to be balanced against the risk that if spread at the time, the news would alert the suspect and impede the law enforcement investigation. That was a risk we could not take, said the statement. Given the amount of attention online and in media around the world that the closure attracted, officials plan to have extra security around when the observatory reopens to handle an expected, unusual number of visitors to the site, the Facebook statement said. In some circles, the announcement of suspected criminal activity at the observatory hasn't stopped speculation of something more sinister at hand. Is there more to the Sunspot National Solar Observatory story? Asked one poll that popped up on Twitter Monday morning. What, did they prove that climate change isn't real? Well, right, because it's observing the sun. I'm just joking around, Susan. I'm being facetious.
3: And again, th- what you said, honey, anything that the FBI has to do with... Is now... Suspect.
2: Suspect, yep.
3: And we can't believe anything that they say or do or investigate.
2: Nope. And yes, I'm talking about the rank and file. They worked for those corrupt people for their whole career. Don't tell me they aren't tainted. You are the
3: only <coughs> talk show that's saying that. Everyone's... Everyone else is
2: afraid to say it, that's why. the pe- They're afraid to lose listeners because how can you be... Attacking the FBI. You might remember that the person that started the FBI took used it to spy on all the elected cockroaches and his enemies. Another little crap turd. Anyway, I don't even remember his name anymore. What was his name, little guy? Who? Hoover? Yeah, he's the one that created the FBI. Yeah. Herbert Hoover. Anyway, he kept uh, he kept an enemies list and information, all enemies, uh, both in the government out, and he blackmailed people. That's the start of the FBI. The FBI has been corrupt from its inception. So why are you so, huh, how could you accuse the FBI of being corrupt? Because it is. We already know the people at the top are corrupt. Now we got to find out how many people below them are corrupt. Oh, well, going to be a boatloader. This isn't going to be like... Isolated to the to the supervisory staff? Are you kidding me? If a, if a, one of your higher eight, uh, officers tells you to do something that you know is against the law, unconstitutional, and improper, you do not do it as a rank and file law enforcement officer.
3: Well, we've talked so, about this
2: since they don't didn't do this and they did, haven't stood up to slam these people. Then we know there's a whole bunch of corrupt. Rank and file as well. Hey, who's in charge of hiring? Who's in charge of getting raise, of giving uh, raises? Who's in charge of advancing your career? Who? Ah, uh, see, it doesn't make sense that the rank and file are squeaky clean. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. They had to play ball or, or they wouldn't get raises. They wouldn't advance their career. Heck, they could end up getting fired. So when you start to tell me, I can't question the rank and file, you're on drugs. You aren't thinking clearly. I guarantee you, a large number of the rank and file are corrupt. And I want to take this thing away. If you lie to the FBI, it's a crime. No, it's just lying to the FBI. Uh, just like when you lie, you can lie to local law enforcement, it's not a crime. How come the FBI gets special attention? This is how they get people and throw them in jail. Oh, you lied to an FBI agent. That's perjury. Goodbye. Seven years in jail. You didn't do anything wrong except you misled the FBI or maybe didn't remember correctly. They put you in jail for that. Look at Scooter Libby. And he was an attorney and they still got him on the stand.
3: Brian, they just did the same thing to Michael Flynn. He's getting sentenced this week for lying to the for lying to the FBI.
2: Was that him or Manafort?
3: No, this is Michael Flynn. They've been shoving this underneath the rug.
2: And I would look, just make a statement right up front. I am going to answer your questions to the best of my recollection. I am not claiming everything I'm saying to be truthful. I may misremember, but everything I am saying, I believe is accurate. It may not be. I might misremember. I want that on the record up front. You're to put me in jail for lying to the FBI because you tripped me up. Like I said, I'm telling you to the best of my recollection, and that's all I can say. And I don't feel like saying it every five seconds, so I'm saying it right now on the record, and it stands for every question I answer from this day forward till I die.
3: Well, and that's what I was going to say about interviews too, because I would just be right up front with anyone that's interviewing me. The same thing. Um, I'm going to tell you how I feel, and I'm not holding anything back. And if you miss well, uh, misrepresent me, th- no,
2: that's that's what I, I'm doing on the stand. Oh, not right. not in a room. You don't talk to them at all. The only word that comes out of my mouth is attorney,
3: lawyer.
2: With that we have to go to, we have to leave. It's we run out of time. This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from Uncooperative You're listening to Uncooperative And say good night, Susan.
3: Good night, Susan.
2: And we're out of here.